there, and welcome to another episode of Shouting in the Evening, brought to you by the Scheidt International Theatre Company. Please make yourselves comfortable. The performance is about to begin. Beginnings by Barbara Anderson. How are you, Amelia? Oh, you poor thing. Do you want me to come over? I I could stay with you for a week or two, help you get through this. (laughs) That's my friend Betsy. I tell her no. I am fine on my own. She insists. I insist back. What Betsy doesn't understand is that when your husband dies, you don't get through it. My children want to come and help me get through it. I tell them no. You never get through it. You get on with it. Jerry's death was not a surprise. Parkinson's does not sneak up on you and surprise you. Parkinson's takes you down millimeter by millimeter, briefly backing away with each new medicine and then creeping back in when it tires of waiting on the outside. Little by little, hour by hour, 13 years of the slow drip, 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 while the man you love slips away. We knew dementia was a possibility. And when it came, Jerry knew it. His physician knew it. I knew it. Jerry said to put him in a home. It was too much for me. I didn't. The man you love is the man you love. Even if the body that held the man no longer holds the man you knew. He is a shell of what once was. When Jerry died, he was at home. One morning he simply didn't wake up, or or the body that had held the man I loved didn't wake up. The night before, I made him patrolly soul with a not very good shubbly. I helped him to eat as eating had become a confusing challenge. In the morning, I brought him his coffee, but he was gone dead. I just sat on his bed drinking his coffee. If I had known it was his last meal, I would have bought a better Chablis. After his passing, I spent days weeping. These were tears I wished to shed alone. Tears do not need witnesses. My children were beside themselves with worry. I often couldn't find the strength to speak. What they didn't understand, what they must never understand, was that I did not lose the man I loved. I lost the shell of the man that had once held the man. What they didn't know What they must never know was the whispering of the smallest voice inside my head. It's your turn, Amelia. 
You're no longer a wife. You're no longer someone else's definition. I sat there. I felt so alone and so free. When I was very young, I was a daughter, a child in a family that was not a happy family. When I was in college, I was a free spirit, a hippie filled with love and grievances and free sex and the pill. And it was fun, fun, fun. But there was no daddy to take the T-bird away. I fell in love and out of love and in love and out of love. I was a serial girlfriend. Then I met Jerry and I became a wife. I was not a perfect wife, and he was not a perfect husband. But we stayed in love, perhaps because we both felt that once you are married and committed, if not to each other, then at least to the promise of love. You must fight to stay in love. The challenge was not always easy but show love the minimum of respect to fight for it. We had children. I was a wife and a mother. I had a career. I was a wife and a mother and a teacher. I loved teaching. It was who I was. I loved being a mother. It was who I was. I loved being a wife. It was who I was. I had so many identities that I was constantly dividing my time, worrying that I wasn't giving each identity as much respect as I should. If I spent too much time on my pupils, did I take away from my family? Too much time on my family, did I take away from my career? Too much time on the children, did I take away from Jerry? Too much time on Jerry, did I take away from the children? I was a juggler in a circus, throwing one identity very high in the air so I could concentrate on the other two. It was crazy. It was wonderful. And then it was over. The children grew up and moved away. There were the graduations and the weddings, and yes, one divorce, but they had their lives to live, and we set them free to live them. Then Jerry and I were older, and it was time to retire, and time to start all the great adventures we hadn't had time for when we were both working. Jerry already had Parkinson's, but it wasn't too bad, and a series of medicines helped us delude ourselves that it was never going to be too bad. We had so many plans of things we would do when we had time. Jerry said, go on, travel, have fun. He could no longer enjoy our dreams. Then I suppose I was a wife and a nurse, then maybe just a nurse, to the shell that had once held the man that I loved. <laughs> How do you mourn a shell? Alone, I think. Yes, one mourns a shell alone, and then one begins to find an identity. It is odd to be this age without an identity, without a label. 
I refuse to take the mantle of widow, as the old Italian widows once did, wearing black and denying themselves every pleasure. Or they focus on the children, who are no longer children, but the widowed mother turns grown humans back into children for something useful to do. It is not useful at all. It is intrusive, and it is not the identity that I want or need. But who am I? If this was a Hollywood movie, <laughs> a handsome, single, age-appropriate plumber or neighbor or yoga teacher would notice me, and I would begin again to be a wife. Oh, I am good at wifing. I am observant. I know how to cater to another's whims and desires. But I do not want to begin again to reflect someone else. I have time. And with this time, I want to become me. Not a daughter, a girlfriend, a wife, a mother, or a widow. Not a shadow, not a reflection, not an attachment to. No, I will find who I am without the mirror. <laughs> I will begin to be me. <laughs> I do not need to get through this. I need to get on with this. I will not be perfect. <laughs> no, I might not even be interesting. I will simply be the person I am now, me. And I am curious to meet her, whoever she turns out to be. That was... Beginnings, written and read by Barbara Anderson. Thanks go to our esteemed technical wizard, Ian, for sound manipulation and button wrangling. Join us again next week for another Shouting in the Evening production. Cheerio!